welcome to another episode of the Dad Pod Gamecast, uh, episode three. Uh, I am one of your two hosts, Joe Owens, uh, and to my right, your virtual left, or whichever, it doesn't matter, uh, is Eddie Rathke. Eddie, how are you doing today? Not too bad. It's a, it's a good day so far. Yeah. Didn't have the same kind of weather that you have, so. Oh man, we're just getting these crazy uh, storms that just blow in out of nowhere, Um I just, uh, for the listener, I just sent Eddie some uh, some photos of this just giant squall-looking s- storm front coming in from the west, and uh, uh, where I live, it's relatively flat, and uh, so you can kind of see uh, these 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 storms approaching. Although we don't have any severe weather updates, uh, so you know, I checked the news before I came down, told my wife to send me a text message if anything uh, starts popping off, and uh, I need to <laughs> bring the dogs down and uh, do a do a shorter uh episode but uh yeah. yeah yeah the weather the weather's crazy but we're we're doing it there's little rumbles in the background i i guess i apologize for the thunder um but yeah it's your fault yeah it's totally <laughs> i mean i know it's it's it seems like anytime you try to record uh the the first thing i did this week is talk to you about recording this week uh as far as like the first main thing i planned anyway and uh, we got this all set up, uh, you know, 10 o'clock today. Then it turns out uh, one of my dogs had a vet appointment. Uh, and then it turned out uh, the kids were not going to camp today. Uh, and so we had to do some last-minute scramble uh, as parenting <laughs> does. And so they're hanging out with Grandma for a couple hours while uh, I do the vet and the podcast. So that's cool. Nice. Shout yeah, out to grandmas. <laughs> yeah, parenting is basically just an endless scramble for – a last-minute scramble, too. Every day you – you know, wake up panicked from not doing your assignment the night before, which was, you know, I don't know, not have a kid, I guess. Yeah. Not have a kid 10 years ago. That's the only, the only way to avoid the, (laughs) the, the, the the dreaded scramble, because this is just, uh, you know, just, it's just, it's part of the territory. It's uh, it's probably in the job description somewhere because, you know, they they pass out manuals for this kind of thing. Um, they kind of, I don't know how your hospital did it, but they do kind of give you a giant manual in minneapolis at the uh hospital oh nice now yeah, we, uh, we get zero manuals and we might get yeah. like a card like one like a brochure like it's like <laughs> hey welcome to parenthood uh it's gonna be hard uh there's a lot of stuff this will not cover uh enjoy yeah and i think the i mean that's basically it but in some ways the giant manual is more uh more like anxiety inducing because you're like oh, this isn't going right this is not how this is not my experience right now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's because no two kids obviously are alike, and uh, no one else's experiences can really prepare you for uh, what you're gonna be facing and uh, looking down yeah. the barrel at. Uh, enjoy that preposition at the end of the sentence there. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, third time's a charm, right? We've been shooting for forty-five minutes to an hour. Uh, for our podcast times, we have gone over both times, which is okay because I think uh, uh, they've been a lot of fun. Uh, I hope that comes through in the recordings. Um, I hope that the listener uh, can kind of <laughs> pick up the fact that uh, we're really enjoying this. Uh, it, it, it's just fun to talk about games and being a dad yeah. while you're trying to do games. Uh, so, uh, what are what are we talking about this week? Today. We're going to talk about Chrono Trigger, which we have talked around a few times and yeah. was almost one of Joe's, well, was almost Joe's pick for his yeah. game. I mean, it, I think it legitimately games. was like my pick until I realized I had to talk about Final Fantasy 3 slash 6 before I could talk about Chrono Trigger. Um, 
I suffer yeah. from like, I think I suffer from like academic brain where I'm like, oh, in order to make this make sense, I need to talk about what came before. And so <laughs> too, oh, that, too much time in school will do that to you. That happens to me all the time. Like even on my Substack where I write essays, you know, I'll, I'll write an essay and I'll schedule it and then I'll be like, ah, man, before I talk about this, I really need to talk about these three other things. So I'm going to write these three other essays, line them up, and then the essay that I wrote to come out next week is going to come out in a month. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think we can both kind of relate to this uh, in our in like in our personal writing. That's like uh, yeah, we'll we'll say fiction writing just to uh, like give the audience an idea of where we're going with this. But like you can sometimes write something, but then you realize, oh, I haven't really set this up properly. I only kind of gave it a small setup, and then you spend uh, really an indefinite amount of time uh, getting your, the setup for the cool thing that you yeah. have written because writing doesn't work. You, like no, I don't know a single writer who sits down and writes a thing from beginning to end, uh, straightforward, uh, like every time. I, I, I think you can do that with a short story uh, because sometimes yeah. you can hold a short story in your head when you're writing and you're like, okay, uh, I, I know really all the main beats of this. I, 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 I can get this down. Um, but when you're writing yeah. something much longer, you're like, oh, uh, this makes sense to me because it's in my head, but I've provided like the reader zero setup for this. And it just, yeah, yeah, it's just appearing out of nowhere. And it's like, I often write linearly, but there's a lot of times where, you know, I'll be on like page 50 of the book I'm writing and I'll realize I'm like, Oh man, between pages three and five, uh, that page four needs to be 40 pages. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I, and I like I like to look at that as being like the Tad Williams approach. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like that's I mean, he I, in my in my head, he does it like correctly from beginning to end uh, without the the revisions and stuff that we do. Um, but he, he sets that that 40 page, uh, you know, page four up real, real nice. And, uh, yeah. and it always comes back to pay off. Uh, shout out Tad Williams. If you haven't read uh, his books, you should. They're real good. Uh, Eddie got me into them and I can uh, uh, vouch for them uh, wholeheartedly. They're real, real good. I think the final book of this new series comes out this year. Yeah. Maybe. This, 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 this man, this man, Tad Williams cannot write a correct trilogy. Uh, man, man gets to his third book and realizes it's like two books and they're real big. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the, his third four book trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, that's this is what he does. So you should check it out because because we like it. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast, if you've made it to episode three, you probably like it too. Um, oh yeah. So anyway, we'll do it. Let's do a writing podcast someday. Let's uh, let's do like a special like one off. If this thing takes off, maybe we'll do a uh, how we how we write uh, episode yeah. and maybe do some like bonus content and just just throw it out there for fun because uh, we'll never get to Corona Trigger if we <laughs> if we don't. Yeah. The spoiler for that writing contest is that uh, writing is dumb and also hilarious. Yeah, it was super, super dumb and super hilarious. <laughs> and uh, if you have uh, the old ADHD, as I do, um, you probably could not pick a worse uh, hobby or uh, thing to be good at. Uh, I'm not saying I am particularly good, but it is one of the things I am uh, better at than uh, most other things that I that I do. Uh, and man, let me tell you, it's... Uh, it is a challenge, 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 <laughs> challenge with a capital C. Um, but yeah, Chrono Trigger. Um, I, I was thinking I would let you kind of like uh, kick this off because uh, you're currently uh, playing this with the, with your son. Yeah. So uh, the first time I played Chrono Trigger, I was 
who knows how old I was. I was a child. I had a baby brain. Um, and I don't know if I finished it, but uh, I've played it probably like five times since then. Yeah. And I think what I'm always struck by is, especially this time that I'm playing it now, is like the absolute perfect pacing of the game. Oh, the yeah. very get-go. Yeah. Um, in the first hour, you are introduced to basically half the cast. And, well, half the cast of playable characters. Right. Um, yeah. You start, you start at your hometown. You're by yourself. At the end of the hour, you are 400 years in the past. So you've already done the time travel mechanic. Right. And you've met a humanoid frog who is named Frog. Right. And he's a badass. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> oh, and he's got, like, uh, possibly top one, two, or three best themes in the entire game as far as music yeah. goes, of which is which incredible is game, music. Yeah. A game full of good music, he has some of the best. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's shocking how much you do. And I think of these things, I guess maybe now in hourly increments because I am a parent and like, you know, the first time I played this, I probably played, I probably played the whole thing in like three days. Yeah, it was, and it's you know, super easy to do. It's kind of breezy too. Would you, would you agree yeah. with that? It's easy to jump in and out because even though um, it's, it's a long story. It kind of has these discrete episodes. Mm-hmm. Like the first episode, or I guess you could say the introductory episode is you're at this fair and you meet uh you meet this lady who bumps into you, who turns out to be the princess, and you meet up with your inventor friend. And through a uh, a hilarious mishap, you end up in the past. Yeah. And so that, that there's that introductory episode. The next Which is episode just like is, so it's so good. It's just so good at like oh, yeah. at hooking like you're so into it like you know uh, you, you you do some things I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it uh, because if you haven't played Chrono Trigger stop listening and go play it right now it's so good <laughs> um, but like the, the the way that the, the 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 transitions work between time periods and then the way that the music is incorporated is like it's so good it's just so good yeah and I think a lot of RPGs struggle to get care to get players into the world. <clears throat> and what Chrono Trigger does cleverly is you're thrown into a, a swamp of mini games that are optional. Right. So you can do as many or as few. You, I think you can skip all the mini games. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. I mean, line it. Yeah. I think, I think uh, there's just like one thing to move the plot forward a little bit. I'm trying to remember if it's, if it's fully required, but you might be right that you can just skip, skip all of them. Yeah. And in which case it's like, that is just 10 minutes of the game you know it's 10 minutes or like probably an hour if you really went for it and tried to get all the mini game stuff yeah unless you're unless you're grinding uh like like levels and whatnot at the uh, at the robot that you can fight over and over um which i think i did like the the second or no i'm sorry the first time i played through it (laughs) really that's funny just 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 Um, for fun because i had learned that rpgs reward grinding i'm like well i'm just gonna level up here for a little bit and be strong for whatever i do next Though that that actually might be the only way to do all of the haunted house mini game, mm-hmm. unless you want to like hit the bell a million times, right? Because you need like a ninety tokens or whatever. Yeah, in Nor- most at Nor- ta- Norstein Beckler's tent. Yeah, and most yeah. tasks that you do give you like one. Yeah, super small. But amount. I, but I think the robot gives you fifteen. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like so that's the introductory episode. Then you're in the past, and you spend probably an hour there and that has its own discrete little arc um where your friend marley is in the past you need to bring her back to the present and 
so you find her and then you know shit goes sideways and uh yeah super you're in the sideways. past for about an hour and then you try to go or you do go back to the present right and you spend about an hour there right and then you end up going 1300 years into the future and you spend about an hour there right so it's like the first three hours of the game they pack it full of so much and almost every playable character has already been introduced at this point and has a motivation and the beginnings of an arc right 100 percent right and so it's like most games at three hours like if you play skyrim for example um three hours you have probably done effectively nothing yeah more or less it's uh like you've created your player and been sent in a general direction and you've probably talked to some townspeople who have sent you on some meaningless side quest. Right. Um, and and Skyrim is not Trigger, even the most egregious when it comes to, no. oh, the game gets good <laughs> after 10 hours or after, after 20. Or there's even some that's like, oh, but it really gets good at 40. And it's like, yeah. um, wow, that's a, that's a pretty big ask. Speaking of, uh, since you're playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2, that is one of the games that people have said that about where it's like, oh, you just, you just got to get to hour 20. Yeah, I I could see how that goes. We got to have a Xenoblade episode because I got a lot of thoughts about Xenoblade because I played this in completely the wrong order. I played, Uh you know, I played one, didn't finish one, even though I loved it. Uh, Just I get sidetracked real easy. Uh, Did finish three. Three is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Then went back, finished one. and I was like, all right, well, I got to see where the story arc goes before I wrap up the DLC. And uh, uh, two, two is is proving to be uh, challenging to 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 keep my interest because it's just in, it, in my opinion for my two cents just simply not anywhere near as good as the other ones i know that's yeah, going to cause some hate from people there are people who love xenoblade too uh i i'm not sucks. gonna i'm not gonna fall in that camp i just um yeah because you played the whole thing and hated it and it almost t- killed the, the series mojo for you which i really don't think you should give up on it because one and two are, or one and three are so much better yeah and two two's the only one of the xenoblade games that i've played and it's just, it's bad for hundreds of reasons. But yeah, yeah. We, let's talk about that someday. Let's uh, let's put that on the docket because I think that could be interesting, especially considering you've played all of two and I've played the rest. Yeah, and but so like Xenoblade, Xenoblade two people will be like, you know, it gets good at the the t- hour twenty. Uh, by hour twenty, you are probably finished with Chrono Trigger. Right. Yeah. It's or I think you, between twenty and twenty five hours really is. Yeah, I'd say if you're not finished, you're pretty close. Yeah. Unless. And that's including even if you're doing a lot of optional stuff. Right. Um, I'm sure you could push your uh, your game time to like 30 hours, but you got to be doing, I don't know. Everything. Or I think just, you got to be, or, I think you got to be trying to hundred percent it or something uh, because. Yeah. Or just, or just be phenomenally bad at it. Yeah. Which I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's possible, but uh, I mean, you, there's always grinding, you know, and, the, yeah. and, and it is uh, any mountain in Chrono Trigger is surmountable with, with enough levels. Yeah, though that's something too about like the nice pacing of the game is you don't really need to grind. They, they, uh, I guess what I'll call it is they naturalize the grind. Yeah, they, there's no that, huge difficulty spikes. Yeah, as like as long as you're not skipping every fight, you're probably at the level you need to be. Yeah, and I think I am. The way I judge if I'm over leveled or not is when I get a new character, what level they're at. Right. That's a really you know, good if, way to do it, unless it, it uh, sort of auto levels them to be uh, of comparable. A couple, a couple RPGs yeah. will do that. I think newer games especially do yeah. that, but um, I don't. I don't think Chrono Trigger did that. But mm-hmm. uh, so 
there are times where you'll play a game and like you'll get a new character who's two levels ahead of you and you're like oh weird yeah. but uh i must be cruising just just this time you know i've i've fought every enemy that i come across just naturally yeah because that's just i don't know it just seems like how you're supposed to play games yeah yeah i mean if it's an um, enemy's in your path and it's trying to block your path you shouldn't uh, avoid the battle uh, in theory yeah, and I, so just by doing that i'm about a level ahead of a new character when i get them yeah um and so it's like yeah it it's a very natural fast pace that you have to the game yeah and i don't know it's so few games i feel like do that anymore where they'll set up and even jrpgs like uh they'll set you up with sort of like a two-hour introduction no to kind the, of hold your hand through through everything and t- tutorialize everything yeah zelda games or even are like newer zelda games before uh breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom were pretty notorious for uh just hand holding the heck out of you until you were like okay when, when does the game start <laughs> hours into yeah. it yeah and i think a lot of games i mean this was a this was especially true i think in the ps2 era for uh jrpgs where there were so many cinematics that you basically aren't playing the game for the first like five hours yeah thanks thanks kojima yeah (laughs) um and that for whatever reason seems to still be kind of the case where it's like you're you're rarely just dropped into the game and immediately doing meaningful stuff you're just kind of uh you know which people like i mean people like to be able to be trusted to to figure it out yeah exactly um but everything about chrono trigger is just it's so clear and so simple and uh the way they introduce new elements like time travel is just it's kind of like hop on buddy we're going it's basically done perfect i know a lot of uh other uh folks out there who've sort of done deep dives uh have found like faults with um uh, chrono trigger in ways that you know i don't necessarily uh agree with they're wrong yeah i mean i can i can kind of see their point from almost like a a critical point of view where if you like have to pick something but uh also at the same time like man like what what uh like we're not going to go into like the development of it. Uh, most people by now know that it was uh, developed at Squaresoft by the Dream Team between like the two, uh, you know, the, the Dragon Quest folks and uh, the the Final Fantasy folks, and they came up with this this magic sauce that has like really never been <laughs> replicated since. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, like I, they just like you said, they knew what they were doing. It feels everything feels like it's done uh with like incredible attention to detail for the intent the 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 intent of the player uh, keeping them engaged at all stages there doesn't really the chrono trigger doesn't really have any filler like all of the side stuff inevitably gets you items and uh like equipment that will you know they're they're not just stronger and will help you uh defeat enemies easier but there's also like lore and story behind it that's not wrapped up in uh you know, like a a glossary that you have to go to outside of the game or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of Destiny, how they they put all their lore uh, on oh, yeah. uh, online uh, rather than being just like in the game. Uh, Destiny even, one, I, th- I think what Final Fantasy 13 did, which is worse, is put the put the glossary in the game. Yeah, because what is worse to navigate with a controller than a glossary? Yeah, yeah, super super sucks. I like fan- Final Fantasy 13. Like, I need to get that out there i don't hate like i know it's like the black sheep for a lot of people i i like it but it's it's it is so far from perfect or even the best final fantasy um yeah it it was just a game uh that i liked uh that i would have i wished certain things were different but i i I liked well enough 
but Chrono Trigger doesn't have these these problems. Um, like everything, there's there's uh, like authorial intent from the creators, and then there's the intent of, of the player, and like it both respects the developer's time by not creating a bunch of just garbage to, to put in it to, to pad it out, and it respects the player's time by not putting in anything unnecessary uh, unnecessary and then tutorializing everything. In my yeah. opinion. And they essentially don't even tutorialize one of the, you know, unique features of the game, which is combined attacks. Yeah. So you get you get special attacks techniques that uh, your character can do by themselves. But sometimes two characters will have techniques that intersect or three characters will do it. And so all these techniques can be used simultaneously to do a more powerful attack or spell or whatever. And the way that that happens is uh, it just shows up possible in your menu during right. battle right and then you're like oh what's like, what's this when you're scrolling down you see double attack then triple attack and then yep. there's some really cool ones that are almost like hidden and as a reward you get like uh uh i don't know you get these like ultra powerful like triple techniques that you can get uh that, that you can do with like a one character specifically that to, is is missable at one point in the game uh you can not Oh, I know. You're, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to decide if I even if I want to mention it because it's kind of cool to find out on your own. Um, but there's just oh man, it's just so good. Uh, I love the art style. I love the the random battles aren't really random because you can see the enemies. Um, right. I was kind of interesting. Go, that oh, go ahead. We you know we we picked Mario RPG and Final Fantasy VI because Chrono Trigger comes out right between those. Right. And. Uh, I think you can see how these three sort of form not a straight line, but a kind of sequence. Yeah. I think Final Fantasy VI is the most serious and most um, maybe narratively focused. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's got the most story of the three. Yeah. But uh, Chrono Trigger is willing to be silly. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it's a great game, great story, and everything like that. But it also is much lighter than Final Fantasy which, VI, which is really good because some of the mm-hmm. like tones, like when you get down to it and you think about them, uh, when you think about thematically, like what is happening, it is like legit dark. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, almost to the point of like it, like hopelessness. Like you could see a, like a hardcore, you know, nihilist vision uh, coming out of this, uh, especially for. Uh, the future and where the you know the, yeah. the, the the earth has been destroyed or whatever the the planet's called I just call it earth but like the, these you know the people of the future like cling to hope in a way that uh, I mean gives you hope you know like it, it gives you a good feeling despite that like they're like okay you know we're this this sucks but maybe it doesn't have to forever like we you know you give them seeds and like they can like maybe do something where they can you know re invigorate the earth i don't want to say terraform it because that's not what's happening but you you know what i mean like yeah it, it could be bleak but it doesn't it's it it never it never falls into the trap of like bleakness yeah and i think that that's one of the interesting things is because within those first three hours you do see the future so the game begins at a fair it's mm-hmm. like a happy joyous occasion 1000 go AD. back yep you go back in time and um things are a bit things are a bit weird the uh the country's at war, and this is what leads specifically to the fair day. It's like the result of this war. 
in your own time. Right. And then you go to the future where it's like the world has been bright and clear and, you know, full of these boisterous personalities. You go to the future and everyone is just hungry yeah. and in abject despair. Yeah. And it's like the and, air looks terrible. Like they've used some like uh, they've used some transparencies to give you this really grimy, gritty feeling yeah. in uh, programming the future. It looks it looks terrible, but it like just really good like you're like yeah like it's like you know I, i'm not saying it looks terrible. it's environmental storytelling yeah you know before people really thought about that as a concept right maybe final fantasy 6 is like the one of the first yeah significant examples of environmental storytelling right like super um, like it was when the world ends like everything is physically altered and you know things are things are not good and chrono trigger all like takes that i feel like it probably does it better uh yeah. Ultimately, um, I think so. With the environmental I think part of that is just it. It's a uh, it's a cleaner looking game. Yeah. Final Fantasy VI looks great. There's no doubt about that. But there's something about uh, the simplicity of lines and the clearness of the art. Right. Like Final Fantasy VI is almost baroque in how much detail there is. Yes. And oh yeah, Chrono especially Trigger... when you get into like places like Vector and like the industrial yeah. the industrial parts. It's uh it's very very like you said it's very cluttered almost. Yeah. Whereas uh chrono trigger is just it's very clear and stripped down well stripped down isn't the right way to say it but you know what i mean it's like yeah it's very clear and simple and straightforward yeah i mean like Uh, you're like medieval but not quite medieval like just older and then like the future but the future is like it doesn't have it's not crammed you know it's not like a a it's they never do anything where like a metropolis uh except for like two areas that you kind of kind of navigate to get between these domes where people live um Everything else is like you said. It's clean. It's uh, it's open. It's not con- like just full of s- stuff like visual noise. Yeah, um, and I think that this kind of even leads into Super Mario RPG, which is you know does a lot more environmental storytelling because uh, just technologically they're able to do that right. a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But it has the same kind of Chrono Trigger fights where you fight who you choose to fight in terms of random encounters right they're no longer random right they're not uh, invisible enemies just popping up on the map yeah and uh yeah these three games they it's funny how they're just they're non-stop hits yeah you know and we're talking 94 95 96 yeah and back, back, and, back. and we're not even going farther back because like they were they were making incredible stuff with final fantasy 2 slash 4 and secret of mana which um is fine. Uh, a lot of visual elements from uh, Secret of Mana uh, carry over into Chrono Trigger, um, uh, but it, but everything like that they were doing in that game is pretty much better. Uh, we can do a Secret of Mana episode someday, which I mean I think is a good game. I don't think it's a great game, uh, but it it was fun, and that was the most important thing. But like it's really everything has improved as they as as they go on from that game. Yeah, and I think um, so. Mario RPG of these three is the most uh kid friendly version of 100%, the game yeah like i played that all with my son it was awesome um he loved every minute of it final fantasy 6 i probably wouldn't play just because uh i mean my son's only four right um <laughs> yeah, i mean give him a, <laughs> maybe like two two or three more years and he, he would be into more of like the themes and stuff but yeah and i think final Fa- so maybe this is just weird but uh certain games i think it's like you don't need to play them until you can read yeah um and final fantasy 6 is more a i don't know it's more a game that i feel like you should read rather than have me perform it for him yeah like but yeah or even even not performing just reading to them 
because like you yeah. uh, developing the voices uh, for the characters in your head, I think is uh, pivotal in a yeah. lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many personalities too. Where like, uh, but Chrono Trigger is kind of in the middle, and I think the clean art style uh, is part of what makes it seem more kid friendly. Yeah. It's like it, it's a more buoyant game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it has more visual gags and things like that. Uh, and the so art style, it, uh, the the Akira Toriyama art style mm-hmm. is really uh, it jives well with kids. Uh, like my yeah. boys really like Dragon Ball, uh, another of his uh, artistic creations. And um, you know, you can just see uh, the 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 art style just transitioning over. And like any time I've ever been playing Chrono Trigger, my like my boys stop like to ask me what I'm doing or whatever. Like they'll kind of like hang around and watch me play it for you know like ten minutes or fifteen minutes just because yeah. Like, like they're 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 into it, but like you know they got other stuff going on, and uh, I think that it's a, a game that if you don't jump in at the beginning, uh, a lot of it doesn't make sense, and so you know they're only going to stick around for for the visuals for so long. Yeah, which is kind of funny because it is episodic that way, but you ca- yeah you do <laughs> you can't hop in mid ride. If nothing else, you absolutely need the 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 opening sequences to anchor you uh, within the world. Uh, yeah. because like if you're just coming in and seeing like characters doing stuff at different points in time with different like uh completely different feeling uh time periods like it's going to make absolutely zero sense uh, as is the the curse of anything involving time travel yeah though that also kind of brings me back to like the art style it's like every location is so distinctly itself and has such a strong personality despite which, them being um, literally the same places just different in time just yeah. different times like they are the same like they're geographically identical uh places and it's kind of, it's cool how you can see the echoes of architecture across the different places or like um you know the uh the fairground is not there in the year 600 because it was sort of like built in response to the the war that's going on down there right and, and, the, and so it's the, like, in the war the war in 600 prompts uh, the, i guess the victory in the war uh, then prompts yeah. the millennium what do they call it is it millennial square or millennium square yeah or is it just in lean's bell and millennium square or it's, it's, it's millennium yeah it's lee's uh fair or, or uh plaza i can't remember <laughs> yeah <laughs> even though even though i'm playing this right now yeah the queen. i don't remember um but it's the millennium fair so it's the celebrating the year 1000 mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's like so. This queen that you meet in the past, this uh, this plaza or whatever it's called, is named after her. So, even that environmental storytelling, seeing how things change from place to place over time, right? But because you spend, you know, I've I've already said in the first three hours, you're in not just three distinct locations, but three distinct times, and to make sure that you stay rooted in the world without being like, wait where am i right now you know mm-hmm. it's you're never confused yeah you always interestingly. know even when you're like, like in inside uh the like the interiors yeah. of like uh, you know the ends which uh, i think it was smart to do only do a 400 year gap for that for example because like yeah. i could you can absolutely envision an inn lasting 400 years if you've ever been to anywhere like in europe uh these really yeah. super old places uh you can envision it being there and like it always looks how your brain is telling you like the outside should you know like it it, it corresponds they didn't just like copy and paste you know the visuals like they took the time to change it just enough to to fit the time period that they're they're putting the characters in yeah interestingly um i read about this several years ago uh in japan there there are a few inns that have been functioning as inns since like the year 
800 or 900 or whatever. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's pretty unusual for any building to even remain standing that long, right. let alone be used for the same thing. Yeah. Um, so it might sound in some ways absurd for the inn to be the inn for 400 years, but it's like, well, especially in Japan, they, there are these yeah, places. It's no big, like no big deal. 400 years, what are you talking about? You've done 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. Exactly. Um, Although it's but, like a ship of, of Theseus thing, like is it now that all the timbers have been replaced in the inn, is it still the same inn, or is it just <laughs> the inn of the same name? You just blew my mind. Just breaking breaking the brains. Yeah, but uh, I think that is sort of the magic of Chrono Trigger because you know I think I think of this sometimes in terms of prose, where it's like uh, if you are going to get really. Um, you know, abstract in your concepts or like complicated and complex in the conceptual stuff that you're working with. Right. The pro, the prose needs to be simpler and more straightforward. Yeah. Like, like uh, Gene Wolfe, uh, he yeah. d- does that pretty well. Uh, and so some of his, uh, like I was thinking of like the wizard Knight. uh, yeah. Which is supposed to be a kid's book, but man, uh, I sure needed like to read really? to, to, yeah, it's, well, that's what his intention was. Uh, talking about authorial intent, but like, uh, the, the prose is, pretty wide <laughs> uh, the prose is very straightforward but man he sure has this tendency to like write in a way that um makes you number one want to stop writing uh because it's so good <laughs> and then you're like these are such like and uh, when you like really break it down very like simple sentences but like w- what he's doing with them i think is very yeah. uh, very good um yeah I-, I think in some ways he's actually like the perfect antithesis antithesis to what i'm talking about because there are times where when things are getting complex and surreal mm-hmm. he instead of uh giving you firm ground to stand on he pulls the rug out at the same time oh yeah well like i like i was mostly talking about the wizard knight but i was thinking also yeah. of the book of the new sun when he starts talking about the mirrors and the way that light yeah can like bounce <laughs> between them uh to like move things through space at faster than light speed um and he's just like casually just dropping some like some hardcore physics uh, yeah. on you in a way that's like okay like i'm reading i'm reading this he's talking about candles and lights and mirrors and he's using very simple words and he's going like he's going ham just yeah it, it's like it, it is the actual it, that is the opposite of what chrono trigger does like 100 yeah. percent. because like I, I i just got to that part today uh actually uh during my re- reread through re-listen to because i'm also doing the audiobooks and uh i had to listen to it twice and i still didn't fully get it i'm like i'm gonna get this i'm gonna understand what he's saying the way that he's saying it but i'm like nope i need a i need a a third or a fourth (laughs) go through because it's just so abstruse and brain breaking yeah it's funny because i remember the first time i read that and in my head i knew he was basically talking about theoretical physics Mm -hmm. but uh i also was just baffled and maybe that's because i i I don't understand theoretical physics (laughs) yeah there's there's that part yeah but yeah so um chrono trigger you know it's a it's a time travel game you're going to um i think by the end you go to six or seven unique times maybe um, let me let me think like that there there i know there's nine pillars a couple of them are, re, are are different spots geographically of the same time zone there's 65 million bc 600 bc 1000 or no 6000 ad 1000 ad Oh, there's 12,000 BC. Did I say that? I don't remember if I said that. No. And then there's uh, the future, 2300. So however many that was, if you were counting. Yeah. 
Uh, those Someone's are, got fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, just bust out the fingers while you're listening. Hit, hit, hit the rewind. Go, go back and count for me. I don't know no maths. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so there's not there are I guess not a ton of different time periods, but there are enough that it would be easy to get confused, especially because, like we said, you're you're visiting the same exact place right. but at a different time, um, and so there are differences, but you know. Like, let's say, and this is something that commonly happens to me, you know, I'll set a, a game aside for a month or two. Right. And uh, come back to it. And sometimes I'm just like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Like, I have no. Where, where am I? No clue. <laughs> and like, and sometimes certain games are so, uh, I guess, dense is the word I'm looking for, because you can even sort of like try to look up what you're doing or where you're at, like town names. And you're still like, I don't even really know how to look up where I'm at. Right, right, in this spot, and and Chrono Trigger never does that to you. Yeah, and so it's a very easy it's a very easy game to hold in your head, even when it is doing really complex, interesting things. Yeah, and uh, oh man, I guess we we're trying to keep this spoiler free. I don't know if that was intentional, but I guess right. since we're since since we're this deep in spoiler yeah. free. Yeah, like uh, I like I let a I think I did a like a mini spoiler alert earlier. That that should count for something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, there is a big narrative moment, probably three quarters of the way through the game, um, with your protagonist right. and, uh, there you're given a lot of choices at that time. And some of those choices lead to very different outcomes. Right. Um, like you can finish the game without certain characters. Right. And that's certain, that's fine. Pretty significant characters actually. Yeah, the uh, characters that have been there for that you've been with for many hours. Yeah, and like we said, we've you know you meet four of them within the first three. Um, one 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 of those characters has the uh, potential to not come back. Yeah, if ever. you if you if you allow it. Um, and then other choices, uh, you can actually there's a choice uh, at one point in the game uh, where you come up against um, and and one of the game's antagonists. There there are multiple, um, and if you decide you you can uh, kill this antagonist which uh ends up making it so you cannot uh, get one of the characters uh for to be in your party which means you miss out the on best one yeah like <laughs> i mean it's not even really low-key uh but yeah. i'm not i'm, uh, I'm not gonna spo- i'm not gonna spoil that at least but like you know if you if you make the decision to 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 kill this one uh antagonist you miss out on an incredible character uh and you miss out yeah. on some really powerful um attacks like solo attacks yeah but like 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 multi-attacks too and it's just like you you're given options that i I just don't feel like you really had certain some of these types of options back in 1995 Uh, because i mean i played it the the year it came out and i was kind of blown away by choice at the time right well even and they uh they telegraph that for you very early so some of the first things you do in that little millennium fair full of tiny mini games um they affect everything that happens in your second hour right. of the game. Which is once so you good. Re- yeah, once you return to your own time, choices you didn't even really necessarily realize you were making. Right. I mean, you realize you were making it, but, you know, it's it follows, it allows you to do what people do in JRPGs, which is uh, snatch and grab everything, yeah. be kind of a jerk, yeah, and then it interrogates you for these decisions you made. Right. And it's just that little thing 
It's so good. Uh, it's so good because yeah. there's a there's a very famous uh, trial scene, which the artwork for that is some of the best sixteen uh, bit um, yeah artwork of any game of all time. Uh, I will not be taking further questions. It's just the objective <laughs> truth. It's so good. The courtroom is so good. Um, Even the light, the way like the lighting effect. Yeah, it's uh, it just it, it 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 like literally felt like it was melting my brain. Like I I couldn't understand how it could look so good. Uh, even after playing some pretty good looking games, uh, you know, on, yeah. on, on Super Nintendo at the time. Um, and, you know, one of the interesting things, too, is at one point in the game, you get an item that allows you to open these boxes that you could not open uh, previously. Um, and yeah. one of the really neat things they do with uh, the time travel element, um, this is less a spoiler and more of a pro tip. Um, get the items in the future first. Like don't don't oh, go right. back yeah. to the past and open them because if you open them in the past, they will be gone in the future because causality, right? Like if it, if you right. if you took it, it's no longer there. However, if you go and you get it at the latest possible point, and then you go back and you can open them, and um, I'm blanking on it now, but they I think they might be different items. Like I think the item changes over time because I the think, nature of I the box, the nature the, the yeah. box is not just a box. The box is not just a chest. Um, I think the box is something one of the the three gurus uh, invented. And so like the things inside kind of change with time. Uh, Yeah. And uh, that was really cool. Uh, It really sucked, though, the first time because I didn't think about it. And I was at 600 AD, open the box. The boxes are open to the future. And I was like, but what if you open them in the future and went backwards? And then I'm like, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Time zero only points forward. And then I felt very very smart for being 14 yeah and i think one of the cool things about chrono trigger 2 i don't believe it's the first game that has a new game plus but it's the first game where that matters yeah a new game plus should be included in every single uh game ever uh it was my favorite then i couldn't understand how games were coming out and not incorporating that because it was so good Oh, it's funny. I never do new game pluses. I never um, do. I, and I'm the opposite. I never do not do new game plus when when given the <laughs> option. Um, but what's nice about Chrono Trigger is that uh, so because it's a time travel game, you can choose when to fight the game's antagonist at different times. Mm-hmm. And that gives you um, different endings, yeah, including like who you have with you and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a number of really good endings that would be good endings like on their own if they were the only one. Uh, yeah, and this game's just t- tossing them out like candy. I think there's twelve endings. Yeah, and it something does, like counting that. the counting the secret ending with where you get to meet all the developers, which is cool. And you can actually fight. I've never done that one. Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, I think it's when you fight Lavos like solo or like with like as soon as you can, like with, with like maybe Chrono and Luca or something like that. Yeah, it's very. I think you can fight him basically like half an hour into your new game plus run. Yeah, it's really really quickly. Um, but. Uh, that's hard um but yeah so it's like because you because it's a time travel game and the the game's antagonist is told to you uh the first time you go to the future and you know exactly what this game is about um you can at various points in the game go and just fight him and if it's your first playthrough you're probably gonna lose unless you wait until you know, hour 17, 18, yeah. 19, 20. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, it's the end of a game. He, he hard. Yeah. Oh, but, super uh, hard. 
super hard. Yeah, but on a new game plus, you can choose any time because you know your your guys are already leveled up. Yeah, they already have the best equipment. You can just yeah go for it. All all your all your stuff, your levels, your items. Uh, does your money transfer to? Some games don't um, do that, but like I, I feel like I Chrono Trigger remember. might. Chrono Trigger might pass your money along. Uh, it you, might, but you just pick up where you left like, off. Do you, it's, it might pass your money along, and it's but it's like at that point kind of irrelevant. It's yeah, like, you don't need it. What are you gonna buy? Yeah, I wish they. <laughs> I wish that Chrono Trigger had one of those uh, things like Final Fantasy V and other Final Fantasies have called uh, Xenogage, which is uh, it just like depending on how much uh, gill you have, you can throw it at the enemy, and like the more money you have, oh, the yeah. more damage it does, and that is cool. Like when you have yeah. like millions of gill and you're just like throwing it and it does like 15,000 damage. It's like, well, <laughs> I don't need 15,000 gill. I got millions. Like, like, yeah. like so Chrono Trigger could benefit from that. I, fi- I finally found a flaw. Add gauge, future patch it in. <laughs> yeah. It, but uh, I think that is just by itself. So many groundbreaking things happen in Chrono Trigger. Like the fact that new game plus is actually worth visiting. Even if you're someone who, like me never does it um like for example you might want to just to make some of the other endings easier to get unless you just watch youtube videos which was not an option back in the day like back like when we started like if you want to see the endings you have to do them (laughs) like that was just the back in my day but like you know if i play final fantasy 6 again and i might even do that soon i'm not going to do a new game plus i'm just going to start over i actually don't think 6 has the uh new game plus Unless they added it in a later edition, because I've only ever played the Super Nintendo. Like, yeah, well, no, I played the I advanced think, version too, like all the way through. I'm sure the the newer versions do. I kept um, I kept getting uh, hung up on some of the newer ones, like on the PlayStation. Like, I really liked all the anime animated cutscenes, but I didn't like the loading times. And so, what I yeah. always would do is I'd always go back and play the cartridge based version to to replay it. Yeah, that's funny. And you know, even thinking of Final Fantasy VI, which is great. You know those load times sucked. Oh yeah, which and is the, which is how I played it the first time. Yeah, and the Chrono Trigger ones are bad too. Like, but like you get all those great scenes, like the additional, like they were worth it. Yeah, for Chrono Trigger especially, yeah. um, because I'm playing the the SNES version right now, and they, they don't have the uh, the Akira Toriyama yeah anime little cutscenes, which are so fun. Yeah. The, so nice. Now, if you ever get uh, your hands on a copy of the DS version. Uh, it does not have load times, and it has the animated cutscenes, so it's so good. Mama, yeah, it's, it's, it just gives you all the things and the bonus content that they sort of—I uh, don't know if it was cut or if they added later, but it was to sort of bridge uh, Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross is one of the number of things they did to mm. to bridge those two. Which um, we can do a Chrono Cross episode someday, which I think would be interesting. Did you have you ever beat Chrono Cross? So I have never played the second disc of Chrono Cross. And, because and yeah and i've never i've never i don't even know if i ever got to the second disc oh funny yeah so i have played the first half of chrono cross twice um the first time i played it i got to you know insert second disc yeah and uh the second disc had uh such a scratch or so many scratches because i borrowed it from a friend of mm-hmm, course who mm-hmm. probably you know it's it had been through many hands um used but as a coaster second, tossed across the room yeah essentially the second disc didn't work um so i was just stuck. so frustrating and even though back then it's like what matters is a uh, um you know your your memory card yeah um by the time i had another copy of chrono cross i no longer had that save yeah so i just started again and then 
the exact same thing happened. I insert the second disc and it just doesn't read the disc. Maybe so, maybe that maybe your your experience with Chrono Cross, like that's where it ends. It just ends there. Like it does. Just go watch and, the uh, credits. That that's your ending. You've got it. You nailed it. Yeah, and I actually don't even remember where in the game or like what's happening at that point. But I, I'm you know, it's usually a like a disc change, especially if there's only gonna be one. Yeah. It's some kind of big moment, yeah. like a big cliffhanger. Unless it's the uh, the the last disc of Xenogears, which is very clearly uh, was meant to be much longer, and it's just like oh 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 it's over okay cool cool I, uh, yeah. I guess Xenogears I I I want to play that game again me I, too uh, it, I played it very much at the right time in my life for it to blow my dang mind yeah I think I did um, too because like I I still think about stuff in it and how good I thought it was at the time. I want to see if it holds up because it's, it's a, it's one of the few Squaresoft games I've only ever played once played through once. Yeah. Yeah. And I was probably 17 when I played it. Is that right? I don't know. We were about the same. It it came out in 98, I think 98. And so I, I've also played it when I was 17, which is cool. Uh, man, we should got to do a Xenogears episode since we managed to both play it at like the same age. Yeah, that's funny. Maybe we um, should like record half an episode from based on our memories and then come back <laughs> and record the second half after we play it again. That's actually a pretty good idea. That game's long, but I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean because like there's so many different ways to play it now. I mean, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I have it on my PS Vita, the Yeah, me too. And uh oh man, I just wish I wish that had save states because there's a couple parts in that game that are like real long that I remember and hating. Like I didn't like the sewers. Uh, arguably oh, yeah. sewers that part sucks in every game except for like teenage mutant ninja turtle games uh suck uh there is a sewer part in chrono trigger not that bad they don't drag it out no. it, it doesn't yeah. overstay its welcome yeah that's a yeah i just beat that part uh not too long ago yeah but yeah. uh sir, sir crawley the the boss of the the, the sewers yeah <laughs> Liz- lizard worm boss rats yeah oh my yeah. god uh chrono trigger is just so good it and is. I think that, you know, even though you are going in kind of a straight line throughout the story, despite it being a time travel. Yeah, game, it's so weird that it can be both linear and like oh, oh, seemingly open. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it feels open, I think, yeah. because and you there are times when you can kind of go where you want, do what you want. Um, but that does matter. I, like that, that feeling of openness, yeah. I think, does matter. I think it is significant. Yeah. And it's even if you are a little bit like most games back then on a uh, a hallway just leading you in one direction it feels like it's open yeah and um i think that's like you know a lot of people who defend final fantasy 13 for example compare it to final fantasy 10 yeah 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 i've but, actually heard that a lot yeah but i think the thing about final fantasy 10 is even though it you are just on a hallway going uh it feels like you're not it feels open enough that and that you have enough choices within those hallways that you're not just, you know, walking down a hallway. 13 is 100% one of those. It it opens yeah. up at 40 hours. Like that's not wrong. Yeah. Like that's uh and and and, so, and some and like it's it gets it uh, it does. It gets good when it opens up. It's like I kind of wish it was open <laughs> the whole time. Um yeah. but it just, you know, it is what it is. And so that's why like yeah, I like 13, but it's just never going to be a top a top tier one for me. I think 13 has one of the best combat systems, interestingly. Yeah, since, it's, uh, it's good. 90% of that game is combat. Yeah. But the rest of the game is uh, is not so good. It's the only game where I I played 90% of it and then set it down for literally a year. Yeah. And then I I just beat it to beat it. I like came back to it, didn't 
didn't care that I no longer really remembered what was going on. I was like, I'm just going to beat this stupid game. You know, and I, I've never beaten 13. Um, there's, yeah. and, uh, it gets I, real hard at the end. That's, that's like why I set it aside is because I was like, I hate difficulty spikes in games like a lot. And I love hard games. Like, you know, this, yeah. like I, I, I talked like religiously about the Soulsborne games, you know, I've, platinum bloodborne and elden ring and i've gotten most of the trophies and all the dark souls games like i love it but like that kind of difficulty jives with me where where you hit a wall in a game does not like i don't i don't like that it's like not a good feeling i can't describe it any other way than like not good like nothing has ever like made me put down a controller faster than when i feel like everything's been going at a good clip i want to know what happens next but then i see hours of grinding ahead of me like yeah. I'm like, well, I'll come back to this because there's other other ways to spend my time. That's actually why. So I was playing Final Fantasy Tactics. I think earlier this year. I yeah. can't remember. Is early, earlier um, this year or late last year? Yeah, but I came to the. I think it's the final difficulty spike. So I'm like 40 hours into the game. Yeah. But it is, like, I'm just like, man, I quit. Yeah, sometimes it feels insurmountable, and it's it, it not in a way that like it's like it can't be done, but it feels like it can't be done by me in this headspace or this moment in yeah. time. Yeah, and I think part of it is like grinding just sucks. There's it no does. there's no good way to say it. Um, Unless you've got really fun that, combat, or it's somehow built in. I guess yeah, it's only it's when like, the when the combat's built in, and that's the point of the game. Is right. Really. And I really like tactics style games. Mm-hmm. I find the combat fun, but at the same time, it's like part of the fun is the progression of everything. Oh, I'm and so when I'm just, with you. Yeah. When I'm just going like back and forth between two spots to get into a random encounter and, and each random encounter, you know, takes 20 minutes. At yeah. Least. They're not, they're not short. There's that's uh, uh, one of the unfortunate parts about there's like really not, not that many breezy uh, tactics games. Like yeah. c- when you just look at the, the body of them as a whole uh, and compare there's just uh, way more that are just like, well, time to settle in for 20, 30 minutes because here we go. Even if it's not that hard, like it, it's just yeah. the positioning, the the choices, uh, letting things play out. Even if you can kind of see like three moves ahead to where uh, things are going to go and then they go that way. Uh, yeah. even, like that's cool. Like the first couple times you do it because you feel smart when you can kind of yeah. predict it. But then it's like when you're just doing it to, as a means, a means to an end, you're like, I really wish I could fast forward this or put on auto battle or something if your your characters right. are leveled up high enough and i think that that's why especially when you hit a point where you're like okay my guys need to be like five levels higher or worse you're like okay what i need is to to get to this class i need to bring these guys to this class which isn't so much a matter of leveling up as it is uh filling various requirements right. which means that you know it'd be one thing if you just need to be three or four levels higher Yes, it's like no 100%. you need to be three or four levels sideways which is kind of like dropping them in a maze mm-hmm. um and so it, it takes way longer than just traditional leveling up yeah we can do a tactics episode one of these days to give people like th- maybe if they don't have any experience with it like what we mean uh, by yeah. like like the lateral movement but it if like again a lot of this feels real good the first few times you do it like yeah you're like it, i feel like i'm strategizing and making moves like you can kind of envision yourself at like a you know, a map and strategizing with generals about like troop positions and stuff. And it's like, it's really good. And then it's really good until it's not. And then it's like, this is just a headache. And like, why am I feeling like this is a job now? Like a legitimate job. And I think it's like when it's challenging, it's really good. Like it feels really good 
when you have one of your guys left and he's down to like 10 hp and you win on that strike yep and it's like oh man because you earned it you earned it yeah but it feels bad when you lose in 10 turns yeah because like you just get wiped out like because they're just like so much stronger yeah you're like oh this is impossible right now i need to (laughs) i need to spend the next five hours doing other stuff because like even if you have like different combination of things like the setup that you have just won't work and that's frustrating yeah and i think that that's the most frustrating thing about where i am in uh final fantasy tactics and why Mm -hmm. i haven't really bothered it's because like i have the right guys but to there's like i need to be different classes at a certain level in those classes and it's just that's why i just just think i think tactics ogre from the you know the psp era yeah, uh, it is uh, and it just recently got a remake. I think it's a better game, just overall. It, everything down from like t- like uh, pacing to to planning to the actual gameplay. I mean, the gameplay is really similar, obviously. Yeah, uh, I think battles take a little too long in yeah. Tactics Ogre, but at the same time, it's like it does. It just doesn't uh, ever. It's not that bad. I don't feel like it. It just never get for me. I uh, I should say I've never beaten it, so I can't say the very very end. <laughs> I, I get to the end of a lot of stuff. Uh, and unfortunately put it down for too long to remember where I was. But I do remember like never feeling like there were any like super hard, unfair difficulty spikes that felt insurmountable in the way that like Final Fantasy Tactics did, because that turned me off that game like at least two or three times the first times I yeah. played it. Like when it came out originally, I bought it. I was there day one and I'm like playing through, liking it. You know, it was really my first tactics game. Hit a difficulty spike. And I'm like, well, I guess this isn't for me, you know, because I was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And like tactics over never did, never did that to me. Like it felt like, okay, this is tough, but fair. I think I see what I did wrong. And I would say that that, because I, I replayed tactics ogre a few years ago. I also didn't get to the end of it because, uh, um, my eldest son was like a newborn. And so I was mostly playing it like in the middle of the night and stuff like that. And as as you will do if you're, if you're a dad. Yeah. And like you, you do have to do some grinding at certain points in that, but it's like, you know, maybe one or two battles and then you'll be good to go. Yep. But at a certain point I was just like, man, I don't want to even do the extras. I'm just like yeah. worn out. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to play the game. Yep. Um, and so it's like, it, it, it's not that the difficulty increases, but not unfairly. And I think unfairly is the like key point. There. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. it's one thing to be like, okay, I'm a, I'm a little under leveled. It's another thing to be like, okay, I needed to do, 50 things differently for the right. last 10 hours yeah because that's just uh it's, it's too daunting it's, it's some of that's just yeah. for me at least too daunting to overcome and just to bring it back to chrono trigger it li- literally never feels like that because no. you can all you can use any part just about any party of any combination in any battle um i yeah. think there are some I, I mean i think you can do any battle uh with any combination but i think some are like at a certain way point, like, way harder later with without certain magics to like weaken the enemy's like defenses yeah um but i I think it's all like things you can navigate and again you can beat the final boss despite how hard he is like with one character which is really cool to me like yeah it's it's every it feels like every contingency or almost every contingency was planned for uh they 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 had the plan they drew it up they executed it like perfectly and uh there's a reason why most uh, people who've played it consider it like one of the greatest games of all time because like for me objectively it does so many things exactly right that like i, I couldn't not put it on that list 
Yeah, and I mean, it's why 30 years later, it feels just as modern in terms of like quality of life play things yeah. as a new game. Mm-hmm. Whereas Final Fantasy VI, I really like it, but there are so many random battles yeah. at such a like absurd rate. That's why I, <laughs> on the Pixel remasters, I think it's so good that you can you can turn random battle random battles on and off by clicking the right stick at any time, and yeah. you can also increase your XP by uh, up to four four times. Like I was just, uh, I showed you this the other day that it was uh, yeah. that's, that's how I played Final Fantasy V this time because like sometimes what prevents me from playing final fantasy five is like, I don't want to grind up all the different jobs for the combinations I want. Like, I just want to play through it. I basically just want to experience the story again. Uh, And that's what I did. And I loved it every minute of it. Um, And it was just, that's just such a cool quality of life. And like Chrono Trigger, I hate as much as I love final fantasy six, I hate to say it, but Chrono Trigger doesn't even need it. It does not need the turn off battles and it doesn't need the XP boosters because it's just, it's balanced so well out of the box. Yep, exactly. And you don't even really need the speed up because the game moves moves pretty fast. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't uh, I, I don't have any qualms about the like the the I don't know. It's it's so good. Like they just engineered yeah. it so good. Like the 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 running speed is the speed you would want to run. That's what know? I was going to say. It's like I think that makes such a big difference where yeah. it's like you know, you, you the reason I turn on the speed boost even when I was playing Final Fantasy 9 um besides like uh the really long load times right um the uh you just kind of move you move not super slow but you move slower than you want to to me it's methodically and i don't always want that like i want to be able to sprint in every single game i don't care how ridiculous it looks if you're sprinting (laughs) through a crowd in modern times like i hate when you're forced to walk i'm sorry like i just value my time more than that like i want to go where i want to go and i want to do it at the faster clip i just do like I, i don't realism is not like a selling point for me like when they were talking about how real red dead redemption 2 was going to be and like how like you know like everything about it i'm like man that that game like as much as i like it often feels like shit to play like it just doesn't feel good to play like a lot of cool stuff is happening i appreciate the technic the technical aspects of it but i don't like how slow and lumbering everything feels yeah definitely well, I gotta, I gotta cut this short. Yeah, no, no, we're we're good today. Did you? I don't know if you noticed, but we're at sixty-two minutes. So, that, perfect. That, I, I, I call this a win. Uh, Chrono yeah. Trigger, breezy game. Uh, Chrono Trigger episode, breezy podcast. Uh, we want to thank the <laughs> listeners for for tuning in. Uh, if you're still with us, we appreciate you. Um, we will put in the show notes where you can find us. But uh, I'm at Twitter for now at uh, Joe M Owens and uh, Eddie. Tell them where they can find you. Yep, mostly at uh, Substack at radicaledward.substack.com. All just like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just let's uh, we'll just uh, we'll get show notes soon. And uh, I mean, these aren't even posted yet, so they're all going to come up at once. And uh, you'll have things that you can click on and do fun things with. Exactly. All right. Well, I will uh, talk with you later, and uh, we'll uh, have another another episode for you in uh, in two weeks. Hell yeah! All right. All right. All right. See you later. Yep, bye.